What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hold On, Let Me Overthink It. Today, we're going to dive into the topic that everybody loves, exes. My guest on the show today is going to be my best friend and roommate, Becca Schmiel. Say hi, Becca. Hey! So Becca is the perfect person to talk to about this topic because of her own past experiences as well as always witnessing mine. I think this is an important topic to talk about because it's something that's brushed over. Becca and I differ on our coping mechanisms, and when you break up with someone, everyone's just telling you to move on, get over, and don't think about it. And personally, I just don't think that's healthy. So we're going to talk about it a little bit today. Maybe your opinion's a little bit different than mine, but this is my podcast, so I really don't care. Becca is currently in a very healthy relationship and has been for about a year and a half now, but before that, it was a pretty rocky road. Becca, tell us about your experience and that relationship and how you guys broke up. Well, he visited for a weekend and he shattered his phone, so I gave him one of my old ones. And then he left his old one in my car, so my friend had the great idea to look through it. And then we found that he had been messaging many, many girls throughout the time we'd been together. We were distanced at the time, so we could only talk through texting or calling. So I texted him saying that we needed to talk and instantly he freaked out and knew that something was wrong. I told him what I had found and he went silent. He didn't ask me why I went through his phone and instantly played the victim, saying that you know how hard it has been for me and that I would be crazy if I broke up with him. So obviously you did, you guys broke up, but that really wasn't the end of you two. So he kept coming in and out of my life after we broke up to say like Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas and all that stuff. I was trying to move on, but anytime I'd post another boy on my Snapchat, he would always slide up saying like, Oh, who are you with? Yeah, that's actually what every guy I've ever talked to sounds like. So eventually he got another girlfriend and had still been talking to me the whole time. And then one day I was blocked on everything. But then I got a text from him saying, bitch, don't text my boyfriend. Obviously it was from his new girlfriend, but I still went off on him. So then a couple of months went by and they broke up. So he added me back on literally everything. So then he started asking me to meet up and to hang out and that he missed me and you know this and that and of course I fell for it again. And then COVID hit and we all made our mistakes during COVID but I went to Columbia to go hang out with one of my friends and he lived there at the time so we met up and we talked about everything and our relationship basically picked right back up. Not much time had passed and I had already been fed up with his behavior not changing. So that really was the last straw for me and I blocked him on everything with zero explanation for him. So obviously a lot of people, you know, they go back and forth after a breakup and honestly it's really toxic, it's terrible and it usually doesn't end well. But I can sit here and say I'm not completely over my ex and anyone that follows me on social media could probably gather that from all of my sad posts. But honestly, I'm, I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with that. You know, we broke up and got back together so many times. It was exhausting and it was mainly my part. Anytime that something inconvenient happened, I just broke up with him and, you know, then I was sad afterwards. But I had no animosity towards him. Maybe he does towards me. I don't know. Um, but now I sit here two years later and I never really got that closure. So it kind of weighs on me a little bit. So did you did you get that closure by blocking him? I got my closure the second I walked out of his apartment the last time I saw him, and that was all that I needed to confirm that I was correct. (laughs) 
So obviously, you know, you've moved on from that relationship, but what do you think determines how long it takes to get over someone? You know, like what are the milestones in a relationship that you're like, damn, you know, I miss him. Nobody's going to be like him. What, what is that next step for getting over someone? Because, you know, there was a lot of guys in between your last relationship and your current relationship that, you know, you were hanging out with them and you just didn't feel a vibe or, you know, you thought that maybe there was a chance for you and him to get back together. You know, what is that point where you stop blowing off potential candidates and you actually take something seriously? So the whole time that I was blowing off candidates, um, I, I still had hope that we would get back together because I didn't have the closure that like I needed. But once I got that closure, I knew that I wasn't going to ever be with him again. I think it's hard to look back and think about all the things that were so great about a relationship, but at the same time, you know, you need to remember all the bad things. So, you know, we're at an age where you're either going to marry somebody or it's going to fucking suck when it's over. And those are those are terrible odds. Like, who would go to the store and buy something if it had a 50% chance of breaking? That's so shitty. You know, <laughs> these are risks you have to take, though, when you start dating someone and it might just take a little bit longer to heal. So, you know, you're in that healing process and you might be blowing off potential candidates but you know you're afraid of getting yourself hurt again so you build up this wall i prefer to call it a roster a roster whatever you want to call it uh but obviously you're in a happy healthy relationship now so you know what what pushed you to that point where you're like you know what this is the guy i'm gonna settle down it took a lot of convincing for me to settle down but after a conversation with my sister-in-law she basically was like, Becca, like, you're never going to get married if you don't start dating. So I was like, well, fuck, I might as well start dating. So it still took me a couple months. But I did realize that me and my boyfriend now, we had just such a good connection. And there was no way around that we both obviously had feelings for each other. So And our families are kind of close. We grew up in the same town and we have very similar morals and values and things. So it was never, like, weird when... I would go hang out with him or if he would come hang out with me. So why do you think that he's the one? Because he's got a cute little booty. You're done. <laughs> he's my best friend forever and the sex is never bad ever. Don't let anybody tell you that after a year sex gets boring because you're with the wrong person if it does. I don't know. We just we love each other and we never when we have a bad day we always know how to fix it. We know how to fight. Um, everything just kind of works. I just personally feel like I haven't met that person yet for myself and you know do I hold myself back? Yeah probably because I never really got that closure that you're talking about that you had with yours so I still have this kind of crazy absurd idea that one day you know we'll find our way back to each other which is absolutely outrageous um, and probably won't happen but you know that's what's sitting in the back of my mind right now. So do you think it's weird when people block their exes on social media or do you think it's healthy? Um, that's a good question. I don't have my ex blocked on Instagram. I don't have him on Snapchat. And I know my boyfriend doesn't has have his blocked on anything, which like doesn't bother me because I know that he is in love with me and me only. I think that that question really should be in within your relationship. Like, you have to trust each other, and if you don't trust each other, then the relationship really isn't going to work. What if, what if you're not in a relationship, you just block them, like... I have some of my, actually all of my exes have me blocked. I'm just going to say it. I They, you know, some of them are in new relationships, most of them. And I'm blocked 
on everything by all of them because they can't have a healthy relationship and still talk to me. I actually just had a run-in with one of my exes at the bar and he told me to my face he could not talk to me and have a healthy relationship. So what does that say about me? Well, again, that goes back on the boy because clearly he's not over you. And I really don't think that you've done anything wrong in that specific situation because you, you've stayed out of it. Like you haven't been there. You haven't been bothering either of them. And he clearly just is in a little love triangle. He's literally dumb. <laughs> true, true, true. I don't know, you know, am I the drama? I don't know. Am I the drama? I don't <laughs> think I'm the drama. <laughs> I just don't understand, like, why you can't be friends with your ex afterwards. You know, I get it sometimes. They break your heart. They cheat on you. Like, But what if things just end mutually and, you know... Why, why does somebody need to be blocked? I mean, I've blocked people in the past simply because, you know, I don't want to look at their stuff, um, not because I have any hate towards them, but like, I don't really care. Like, I don't really want to know what you're doing with your life because it doesn't really involve me. Well, in that, I think that's personal preference too. Like, I could block my ex on Instagram, but I don't really have a reason to, you know? And like, my boyfriend could block his ex on everything, but there's no reason to because neither of us are like, ooh, Block your ex, block your ex. Yeah, I think that's fair. You don't need to block your ex and it is a personal preference. I just, I don't know where I fall in that because you know, I'm blocked and I'm like, damn, fuck you. <laughs> but then if I go and I block somebody, I'm like, well, fuck you. It's the gorilla grip. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh Lord. You know, and everybody's gonna be back in their hometown. So I personally, I feel like I'm constantly looking over my shoulder in my hometown because my ex lives two houses away. So, you know, for me going home during the holidays, because I know he's gonna be there, it sucks. It really sucks. Sneaky link. Sneaky link. <laughs> uh, no, he's been in a relationship for a year now, and I hope all is well in that relationship. But, you know, for other people out there, especially during COVID, everybody went home, and, you know, you're back with the people that you went to high school with, and all these feelings from, oh, well, you know, you used to hang out with them, and you used to date them, and you're like, well, I had nothing better to do. I have nobody else except the people that I was already associated with. Retweet. And you know, I just, it sucks. Don't go home for the holidays, shit. Do you have anything else you wanna say? I love you, Jack. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into another episode of Hold On, Let Me Overthink It. Thank you to our special guest, Becca Shamil. You're welcome. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode. I'm your host, Tylee. Have a great day.